Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, show where we give you a regular geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I'm delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond. It's DL. What's going on, Thomas? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> to slow it on those the Those pauses there. are getting longer. So, so <laughs> it's I'm trying like... to think of like a new way to say hello, but there's just <laughs> no way. Hi, hi man. How are, hello. How are how you? How are you doing? Man, I'm good. I'm good. How's yeah. things? They're, they're good. They're good. Just fucking wild, as, as is always, but... Dude, I tell you what, like... I went up to the I went up to the Bondi Junction just a moment ago to grab some stuff, and I honestly found out what it's like to be waterboarded. I had my mask on. <laughs> I had my mask well, on. The rain. And oh my god, I got <laughs> drenched, and I was like, oh, I was dying. I thought oh, I was in like Guantanamo or some shit. It sounds like he's uh an L- someone driving in L.A. They just forget how to drive when it's raining. It's wet and wild out there, man. It's yeah. it's meant to be summer, isn't it? Wet and wild. Isn't that like a like a theme park something what while these like porn side or a i mean very possibly i was going to theme park you yeah, go i think it whatever. is also a theme park yeah. you go with whatever looks uh, best in your eyes look i just like i'm like this sounds familiar <laughs> anyway yeah man i've been good how are you man you know ticking along what have you what have you been up to this week buddy uh i have been basically i got a seinfeld episode in one seinfeld episode Yikes, just the one just a single seinfeld episode it one the, one Seinfeld, please. Yeah, it was the <laughs> one where Elaine and Jerry put up rules for how they're gonna they're gonna be friends with benefits. You're talking to the wrong guy. I'm just I'm for the view. Like hopefully someone that you know someone listens to this knows Seinfeld. Aussies, Aussies get it's Seinfeld. a very famous episode. They used to date right off screen. Like you never you never saw them in the show date, but they like are friends now. People tell dating. me this. Yes. yes. And uh, in this episode, they go where you're not supposed to go. Right. Oh, they dabble. Yeah. And they set up rules that's going to make friends with benefits work. Work. Yeah. But like the film with Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. But I don't think they ever revisit it after. Oh, okay. Which is funny. They just forget that it happened. At least so far. I like like stuff like that in TV shows where it can just happen. Like I I remember I told you about Community a little while ago. When like stuff all happens uh, and they just don't ever mention it again. Yeah. Yeah. Like the two, the two two main characters in the first episodes, I'm saying in quotation marks in the first season or so like it's the will they won't they yeah and then it just comes out like the fourth season they were hooking up all along they just didn't tell anyone i love stuff like that <laughs> that's it's what like, like a good sitcom does i think um so I, I watched that i watched uh i think i i didn't really i, I started a bunch of reading so still reading that Ooh. one book love it the tome wise man's fear the tome it's another tome i'm excited to hear about it i mean you're you're starting the journey with the I first am. book um and then I also started writing the fundamentals of DeFi, which is about crypto. Because I what feel is like this? there's so much stuff going on with crypto. Crypto, I, bro. I gotta try and understand Step it. Step away. I don't need to be in crypto. I don't need any I don't of that need, in my You head. don't need to be in it, but I'm I'm reading a book on it just to try and you know educate myself. I've had a buddy back home, uh, a buddy called Mark, and he literally has not stopped talking about crypto for the last like seven years. Maybe well, he made more. A, he's probably made some money. Then. He's not made that much money. <laughs> well, he he's, up he's not that intelligent. Yeah. Uh, no, he is. He's great. But he like literally just bangs on about it. And like, he doesn't ever tweet. And then occasionally I go on Twitter and I'll be flicking through and he'll have just retweeted like a thing about some weird cryptocurrency. Yeah. yeah. It's like on the rise. And I'm like, I, I, I know nothing. I just don't care. But what about all this non-fungible token stuff? The NFT, like that, seems to me like to be a bit of a. Um, I feel like it's all a trap. It's, it's a little bit over. It's a trap. No, there's, there's there's like seems to be valid like uses for it. Like uh, it's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining him with like a fucking <laughs> NFT. Right, a trap. Screenshot it. Don't buy it. It's a trap. Um. Yeah, there's there's uses for it. Like I think like 
Basketball. This is way out of my wheelhouse. B- baseball can we, can we cards? talk about geeky like, stuff again? This is for sure, surely geeky. Geeky in my This might be nerdy, least. actually. Um, but there's there's like uses for it for like baseball cards and stuff. Like, you know, like if a, if a baseball card has inherent value because it was time dated and stamped, like you could basically make a modern version of that with like plays in basketball. Like LeBron's dunk. Like you own the rookie card of LeBron when he made his dunk and it's an image. I, I think there's value in that, but that's about... There's not a lot more that I can really. Think yeah, about. I don't. I don't really get it. The meta stuff that happened in the last week, like you know, Facebook. Yeah, I mean, rebranding. Like, oh man, that goes way over my head. It's weird because I think that like Facebook could have actually been the one person to like create a cryptocurrency that was useful. I thought they were trying to. They are, but now they, they've like changed the way it is, and now they're going to be Black Mirror. <laughs> I, to the be thing, honest, I haven't kept up. Dude, with it. the thing he was presenting, Zuckerberg was presenting about Meta. It literally was the Black Mirror episode. It was one with I was going to say that we should do an episode like, on like Black Mirror stuff. There's so many yeah, things that are actually like reality. That could even happening. be that could even be like a, another one of our famous like, yeah. long spanning like yeah, series of episodes. Man, the fact that they, they renamed it Meta is so funny to me. I don't, I don't know if you'll ever so actually like, take on. What, what is the look, thing? What, what else have we been up to outside of the uh, thing that we can name it that is the most abstract? Yeah. Meta. I mean, Facebook is pretty abstract. Like, it's a book of faces. Like, is this Game of Thrones? <laughs> it's, is this the car, the Hall of Faces? It's also just like a fucking. It's it's like meta, but it's also like vitriol. Like, it's a. <laughs> this is a book of literal faces. Yeah, you yeah, click yeah. through this site, it's just a bunch of people's faces, which is what well, it is. Anyway, I don't network, know how we got uh, on this fucking topic. You know the social network, the one with Jesse Eisenberg? Oh, that's what I watched. Sorry. That's, we're ba- that's you brought lo- me full circle. Oh, awesome. Perfect. Silence. The Silence by Martin Scorsese. Ah. With him and... Uh, Jesse Eisenberg we're talking about. Yeah. Well, not Jesse Eisenberg, but the other guy. Um, he's the Spider-Man as well. Oh, okay. Andrew Garfield. Or Andrew Garfield and... Uh, uh, God, Adam Driver are both in it. Oh, okay. It's fucking not something I'd recommend. Really? How, why so? <laughs> it, so it's not that it's bad, but it's like a classic Oscar movie. Okay, uh, okay. like Oscar I'm just bait. like I wasn't entertained that much. Oh man, I hate Oscar bait movies. They annoy me so much. Well, like some of them are good when they're about topics I'm interested in. Sure. This was about like two priests trying to like basically not evangelize J- Japan during samurai era. Ah, so Shogun. That's so, kind of interesting. It, it was interesting. I'm not gonna say I wouldn't recommend it. Like, but when I go into Scorsese movies, like. I'm expecting a certain type of thing, honestly, like a certain type of genre flick. And this is so different than anything else he's made. Honestly, I had no idea he'd made a movie about any of that stuff. Insane. That's so interesting. I was about to start it just because of Adam Driver alone. Then I was yeah, like, wait, yeah, yeah. Scorsese directed Yeah, this? what? Fucking, I'm in. Are you and then sure I was like, the director, not just the producer? I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'll, That's like, so to be interesting. Fun, that'd be really embarrassing, but let's see. I mean... IMDb. How long was the movie? It was long. <laughs> oh, that's probably a Scorsese movie then. It was long. There were strong acting performances, as there is. You know who else is in it? Very briefly, is Liam Neeson. Oh, I hate Liam. You know I hate Liam Neeson. Do you? Hate him. He's good. This is one of my weird agendas in Hollywood. Like, there's not there's not many people that I just genuinely dislike. Um, And honestly, you know, it's not even him. It's him as an actor, specifically as an action star. So there's. That, uh, up until the point he did Taken, I was like, "Yeah, he's fine." <laughs> and he made Taken, and everyone else yeah, went, fine. "Oh my god!" Then, Taken's then he made amazing. like the wolves. Well, no, well, it was yeah. my problems with Taken specifically, and everything after that, because there's a very specific scene in that when he jumps Where off he a does bridge. A specific set of skills. Well, he jumps off a bridge <laughs> onto a boat, and he's sixty if he's a day. And I'm like, I couldn't do that, and I'm and I'm yeah, mid thirties. Like, I like, get it; it's an action movie, but I'm like, his knees crumple. Like he's an old man. 
and everything but that's after like, that. You just, just don't worry about those shitty movies. I can't. He does other good do movies. It. No, I can't. I can't watch him. He's bad. He just wants to get paid. He, yeah, he's getting paid. Like, fair enough. Go um, on, sorry, Scorsese. Anyway, yeah, I watched The Silence, which is uh, is it? It him? is, it is Scorsese? Scorsese. Yeah. Oh wow. When when's it from? What year was it in? It is. Survey says 2016. Ah. Director okay, I didn't even Martin Scorsese. I hadn't even fucking heard of it. That's so weird. I've never even heard of that. Like as yeah. if that sneaks out. And you think it's Oscar bait? Uh, you think it's Oscar made? Is that what you said? Do you think it's Oscar bait? Do you think it was made? Oh, for sure. I mean, like it's Scorsese. So anything he he makes is probably gonna get except, some some credence. But except for the Irishman. Uh, this was like, <laughs> did it not get one thing? Uh, the Irishman was like almost Razzie territory, wasn't it? I don't remember. It was not good. I never watched it. It was like. F- Fucking like 12 well, it was hours. Just, it I, was like the Justice League I always again. wanted to watch it, but every time I sat down to actually do that, yeah. I was like, this is a three and a half hour Yeah, I can't do And it. I was like, I'm just not prepared it. mentally, you I, know? I, but I, I, bet it, dude, I bet it is good. I've heard big, I've heard people say they liked it, but whoever like, actually finished I just it. feel like his his movies are all real intense the whole way through. Exactly. And I can't deal with four hours of intense Exactly. It's, it's a very big commitment. Yeah. And I, I have yet On to be ready. But I am flying health. back to America soon. Oh, so. God. So I'm, you know, I got a 14-hour flight and some whiskey. <laughs> the Irishman sounds fucking great. great. Maybe that's what I'll download. You need to get it on your uh, on your iPad. Yeah, I'll just download it. What else have you been up to? Anything else? Um, um, no, that's about. I mean, I DeFi, the Wise Man's Fear, Seinfeld, one episode, and, uh, <laughs> and the Silence. That's the, been my the Silence. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. that's been my thing. Um, you know, I've been talking all about my love of Apple shows. <laughs> you're, you, well, you're not really your love of them. No. Affinity to watch them. Yes. Remember last week I told you I started one called Invasion? Yes. Right? And I was like, oh, it's four episodes. Great. I'll just watch it. Get it over with. It's not four episodes. I watched another episode and found out that it's weekly. So I was like, I'm never going to watch all of this and just stopped. It's too long. It's just nonsense. It's the same thing as your other complaint. Yeah. I actually don't mind the acting in this one. Like, it's quite, like, gripping and intense. Yeah. But... Like the episodes are over an hour long, and I'm like, I I never have that amount of time to just sit down and just watch something. Have you been watching Ted Lasso? I did watch Ted Lasso. So I really this is something it. I've heard I need to watch. It's the first season's excellent. I watched that. Is that Apple? I wa- yeah, I watched it based off oh, friend wow. of the show uh, Lad Banterpod's recommendation. Yeah, I've, I've heard nothing but good things it. from people, so That's I think definitely I, worth I, I should watch it. Yeah. So I've I've gone away from watching Invasion, and I instead watched another wildly different thing. So. <laughs> I sat down on Sunday and I was I was actually a little ill on Sunday. I wasn't feeling my best. So I, I had a good day of getting content in. And I finally got around to watching goddamn Mad Max Fury Road. It's a good movie. Have you ever seen it? Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, it's a good movie. Very intense though. Like a, a lot. It's a bit like it's a bit like hair metal, but you yeah. Know. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find it really weird that Tom Hardy doesn't really say anything. It's, that's his thing, dude. Yeah, he's got... He like it's all about all his right eyes. Here. Yeah, he's... Um, it's really interesting like i love the idea of that post-apocalyptic future like they're in everything nowadays and it's always that aesthetic now since this one movie yeah really good though um furiosa unreal in this she's so good i forget is she is she charlo yeah i want to rewatch that i'm surprised they never made another one well, there's been there's been talk of a sequel to that in yeah. the works. Sorry, a prequel about. Well, because wasn't Furiosa. there three with Mel Gibson or something? Yes. Yeah. Apparently, they get like better as they go along. So there you go. Like, uh, it seems like the perfect thing to. And it's the same director, but he's like ninety now, so I don't know if he's got another movie in him. To be honest, God, there's a ninety year old human <laughs> on this earth that made that movie. 
Yeah, he was like late eighties. That's crazy. crazy, right? Because like, but apparently he'd written it ages ago. Because that's like, like a very gruesome and like. Big, yeah, but I mean, like, old. you don't stop watching gruesome stuff just because you get old. I just mean like anyone born in anyone that's like eighty eight or ninety born at a different time, man. It's crazy that they'd be you probably saw some that stuff, movie. man. You probably Sound, saw some sounds stuff. like it. Well, anyway, I watched a couple of other things super quickly. Um, we I'm talked to be ageist, but. We've yeah. talked about Cow- Cowboy Bebop coming out on Netflix That I'm soon. excited about. It looks really cool. Yes. I thought I'd start the uh, anime just to get a little view of it, see of what it's like. Just so you could spoil oh, yourself. No. God, you're well, fucking I've so only, predictable. I've only watched one episode because I wanted to get a feel of the vibe of it, see what it was like. <laughs> the trailers for that. I enjoyed it. <laughs> it was good. Right, now you're going to watch more of it. No, I'm not. Spoiled. I'm, I'm, I'm doing exactly the opposite of what I always do. Uh, uh, no, I, you're not. I actually had that you're thought in my exactly head. You're doing exactly what you always do. I had that thought in my head. I yeah. went, you know what? I did this with everything else. Like the first half of doing. Therefore, I will continue to myself. do it. <laughs> I haven't. I've only watched one episode. There's another thing on Netflix called Inside Job that I started. Which is that is, a show? It's, yeah, it's like a, an animated series about like if the world was actually run by like uh, lizard people and all this stuff. <laughs> what? It's 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 that sort of Rick and Morty humor, that sort of like real backhanded compliments oh. and like just very like aggressive peoples. But good. I enjoy yeah. it. It's It's got that sort of Netflix sensibility to it though as well. So it's all right. That's good, man. I'm looking for like a kid. Honestly, it's been a while since I've been engrossed in like a sick five to six season show. Oh yeah, that I is that. very very character driven and well written. Good luck. And I'm just <laughs> I'm just thinking like I might have to go to the past. Have you heard about the show Foundation? <laughs> <laughs> I might have to go to the past, bro. I might have to like rewatch The Sopranos. I never finished it. Did you ever watch The Wire? That's supposed uh, to the be The Wire as well. I started to watch um, The Wire and it's good. It's a little just, dated. Is like it the though? Te- I've heard by that the technology it, and stuff. Yeah, but that's like a, almost like a sign of the time. That's cool. Like it's a timepiece now. Right? That's true. But is it, like date? When I hear the word dated describing something, it means like to me, I'm watching an '80s movie that's good, but then the soundtrack takes me out of it. You know, because it's like '80s music that should have been a little bit more diverse, but it's just a bunch of synths. I feel like is it's, it that kind of dated? No, I think it's a case of like. Uh, so, so, for example, and you get this in a lot of things like horror horror movies nowadays, yeah. whereby. A lot of the things that could easily be solved with like a quick text or whatever, they're not doing that because they don't have the technology to do that. So put yourself it's in that mind space. mind space. I find that difficult, like <laughs> in our day and age. But like, it's the same thing. I've not really watched Breaking Bad either. So See, Breaking Bad, I also didn't finish. It was a I, chore. Sometimes it felt like Breaking Bad was like too slow for me. Dude, yeah. I got to the episode where there's a fly and they were following a fly around for like an hour. <laughs> and I was like, this what i don't remember that what but. is happening and i just turned it off i was like nah this is but apparently that's like the second season apparently it's after that if you just well, keep that's, after that it got it got big yeah well exactly yeah. Um, i like that they stuck to their guns as well they kind of went look four seasons or was it five I whichever five weird like that's it no more this is how it ends and they stuck to it which i really like i always i never really like i, I liked breaking bad but like it wasn't uh it wasn't like I, I understood why people liked it, but I never would have put put it in my like top echelon of dramas. Like some people would. Fair enough. I don't know. That's why. on a lot of people's mind. Yeah, it is. I, if you I, haven't talked about it for a while, we should come back to that at some point. Okay. Um, speaking of both uh, NFTs and older movies, uh, did you hear this week that Quentin Tarantino is apparently releasing seven uncut scenes from Pulp Fiction uh, as NFTs? 
See, with that, a handwritten script and commentary for the film. That is why NFTs are powerful. That's worth because it. Because you, you want to understand why that's in, that why he's doing that. Yeah. When you release those and you sell them to someone in a, with a physical token yep. or like with a physical property, like a thing, like a thing, you get he gets to sell it one time. But when he sells this, anytime it gets resold, he'll get a, a percent a royalty in perpetuity. I did not know. And that. it's all on blockchain. Oh. So that's one of the other few use cases is for creatives to release content as NFTs now and keep getting something for it. Yes. Now, huh. I don't know how you invest in something like that. <laughs> like it's all beyond Lots me. That's money. why I'm reading the book. Lots of money. Anyway. Well, apparently um, there's a, there's a, there's a show that I think Mila Kunis is involved in that is exactly the same concept, uh, but it's like 25 grand to buy one of the, just to, to buy the option to watch this like animated show. And I'm like, no, not in the golden age of television. No, I think I'm all right. I don't need it. It doesn't, it doesn't fucking look good either. Well, anyway, did you hear this week that apparently Black Panther 2 has been has had production shut down because Letitia Wright has been injured on set? God, as if Marvel needed more. Yeah, well, they're ho- yeah, well, they're, ho- they're hopeful that um slowing it down. Ho- hopeful that it'll restart early 2022. But like, God, that's very Harrison Ford, isn't it? Getting injured on set. Having to shut things down. There seems to be a lot of this at the minute. I mean, we talked about it last week. Fuck, I can't wait for The Witcher. Um, December. Yeah. It's going to be good. Don't have any witch news, unfortunately. <laughs> no, but I, just, I randomly thought about that because he pulled his hammy or something. Oh, did he? Yeah, it was like oh, a big God. thing. Like he pulled it really bad. It was like almost off the bone or some shit. Oh. Yeah. Well, the Letitia Wright thing, um, apparently she only wants to do, a mo- like she only wants to be that sort of like lead character in it for one movie. So whether she is going to be the Black Panther or she's going to be like the per- the conduit to the next Black Panther or whatever. Um, she only wants to be like leading for one film, which I find really interesting. Um, she's just not interested in that spotlight. And I get it. I mean, like the Marvel stuff is pretty, pretty hectic. Yeah, I don't know. If I was an actor, I'd probably be down. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, just they're just shilling money at yeah, you like this. Yeah, devil's advocate here. Uh, like it's worked out for most people. But um, It's true. Yeah, I, I guess teach their own. Have you heard anything about... Uh, have you heard this stuff about Squid Games 2? Squid Games 2? Yeah, he's, he's confirmed to, to be writing a new season. Really? Yeah, I don't know if it'll be good, but... Well, I mean, he left it so open, like that ending. Spoilers for Squid Games, by the way. Uh, yes, spoiler for spoilers for Squid Games, but part of what made it so crazy is we were finding it out along the way. Yes. So at any time you have a show like that that tries to make a second season... I almost feel like what new, how are you, what story it's are you going to tell? the Westworld effect, yeah. It is. Well, it, it's that, but it's also like, what's another one? It's like, um, God, whenever I'm on the spot, I'm useless. But I feel like there's a lot they can Any kind, like Saw, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. anything where there's like a mystery, it's revol- It's like, and you figure it out, like, what are you going to say? Well, I feel like there's a lot more you can do with that. So they left so many characters untouched, really. So there was the, there was the, the guy who was front of house, whatever, the, the guy's brother. Um, there was all of the VIPs. There's obviously going to be new seasons of of these character of new characters coming in. So you can go back and try and stop it, open it up, get the police involved, whatever it might be. The police guy might not even be dead. So, I mean, there's obviously loose ends. Yes, but I guess my point is for it to like have the same impact. Like, what new angle are you going to bring to this thing that no longer has shock value? I would love to. You know think what I mean? It, like, yeah. it's got to be something else too. I'd love to think of it as what they do is they almost just do carbon copy of the first one so they start with a new set of characters they go in but at the same time halfway through you start seeing the guy who won the last one 
trying to infiltrate and uh, and so sort the same of story but just it. sub in the cop with exactly it's about the cop yeah yeah <laughs> so that's he's my point though you're you're proving my point i think like it's Maybe. you have to take the you have to like because the, the theme they had you invested in that guy it had strong themes and so my point is like they could use those strong themes and take a new light on them but i wouldn't want to just follow another season of squid games there'd have to be more going on yeah, that also explored new themes um personally for me to be like super no, no, that's super invested yeah let me quickly rattle off a couple of bits of news for you. Um, I think I think you you've got more information on the game stuff than I do, so I'm going to come back to that super okay. quickly. A um, couple of bits then. Black Adam producer promises a very high kill count, so this is the Dwayne Johnson DC <laughs> movie. Um, Good. I, sure. Awesome. All right. Just that's more Man of Steel. Just what we need. Did you also hear this week? IGN reporting that original Harry Potter director Chris Columbus. Sailed to America. Uh, wants to get the gang back together Did as an adaptation of The Cursed Child. No, I sent you it. Okay. Sorry. You, All good. No, he wants to get... You can repeat that. If no, you no, want he to wants to get the old gang back together. Okay. Um, gang, I gang. don't want to at all. No, I don't want to at all. <laughs> I've heard that's bad. It's so bad. Have you seen the stage play? I read it. Okay, you've not seen it. Okay. I read it and I said, no, don't no. make it. And they Over made it anyway. Over two nights as well. Man, oh my God. Imagine good. going back. It's just not good. It's just not good. Well, Chris Columbus is is one of the ones that I wasn't even didn't really like as a director. Which one did he do? I think I think he did um, he did the original one. He definitely did the original ones. Mm. I think he came back for some later on. But just get me Alfonso Cuaron, the guy who did the third one, the yeah. one that's creepy as shit and well, like like no one could make this source material good. So I would just no. okay, all right. You know that J.K. Rowling she didn't even write it. Which one? The, no, did she? No, she didn't. The Cursed Child. Some other person wrote there it. There you go. Yeah, it's useless. well, it's ridiculous. all right. Did you hear this week? that Mass Effect have announced a potential new game. You did. It was this. just an image. <laughs> it's a bit, a bit underwhelming. A little underwhelming. Like after like two, like a decade of like more people loving decade, this yeah. game, more than a decade, releasing this other new version of the game, which I still have to buy, by the way. I forgot. Um, <laughs> you'd think they'd give you, they'd just wait a bit. They'd want to get more juice out of this announcement than just like a thumbnail. Yeah, it's like I've got the thumbnail, the, the image yeah. here, and it's like, it's an over-the-head shot of a sp- the, the, obviously the main spaceship, and it's so zoomed out that you can just see a big hole. It's a crater. Like what? Okay, what's this about? I mean, maybe that's what they're trying to do—is like open up some insight, some mystery. Yeah, okay. And, but uh, well, it's it's. A, I mean, like I've never played those games, but I know the sort of legacy of them and know how important they were to a lot of people who enjoyed that type of shooter mm-hmm. and it, it opened up a lot of elements for different types of rpg games because obviously you get the choice trees and different things af- affect how your game goes and if characters die they stay dead so i mean like i'm excited to see what they do with it but whether i'll play it or not it's a very different question <laughs> um and i guess the, one of the last bits of news from from my side is that did you hear this week that the patty jenkins led star wars movie which was going to be called rogue squadron squadron squad squad <laughs> squid games uh squadron has apparently been delayed but is also no longer set to film in 2022 because of conflicts in her schedule and it might not even be on the schedule anymore mm. it's the newest so whether patty jenkins has just had a movie cut who knows we talked about the taika watiti led one last week that i'm i mean i'm excited for anything that taika watiti does but if they're cutting out some directors i hope they don't cut his yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe you never know what happens with Disney and these directors. Maybe they just saw Wonder Woman 1984. Or it's not Disney, is it? It's Warner Brothers. That's Warner, Warner Brothers. Yeah. No, uh, Star Wars is though. Yeah, Star Wars Disney. It's like they, they just are always constantly fucking with the directors. Like, and then they they wonder why their movies. Kathleen come out. Kelly. Like, yeah. 
I mean, I mean, like I say, maybe she, maybe they did finally get around to watching Wonder Woman eighty four and went, whoa, 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 this is <laughs> this is Dan and Dave all this over could again. Be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Amazing. No, I've got some news on in the video game front. Not much. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff that came out. There's this. The craziest one is this Lies of P. Have you seen this? Never heard of it. There's an announcement for this game called Lies of P, and I'm I'm reading a bit about it now, but it's basically based on the classic Pinocchio fairy tale, uh-huh. fairy tale, but like made by the guys who are like, or either made by the guys who make Dark Souls, or like inspired Yo. by. I'll I'll show you it later. It's it a Souls like. It, it's combat like so, but it's, it looks really good and creepy and weird, and I'm I'm all, I'm on board. Well, like all the original fairy tales were all creeping weird and yeah. everyone died. And then and Disney was... just made them in a nice little yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. But so that one was pretty cool. And then another one in a similar vein was Elden Ring. We got like more gameplay from that. And it looked... Didn't we get like a 20 minute trailer? Yeah, I mean, it was all gameplay. Oh, wow. We that's basically awesome. watched like 20 minutes of them playing. Again, another Souls like that. It looks like be... Bloodborne, but like in an open world. In yeah. Essence. Yeah. It and looks cool. I don't know if I'll play it though, man. It, those games look a little too grim for me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I need a little jolly. more jolly out of my. Like you, my, yeah, you played the last of us my fantasy not my okay not my uh, <laughs> not my you can't really ask for jolliness out of your post-apocalyptic it's it's funny it's, it's, funny, it's funny it's funny you just said my fantasy we're obviously coming up to christmas and i saw yeah. a, um a youtube video the day came up that was like like a dumb trailer for do you remember when we did the star wars holiday episode yeah and that was ju- wild do you remember there's just that one scene when the dude brings over like a, a headset thing and puts it on the, the Chewbacca's dad? Yeah. And it's just some seductive lady it's singing like a, a song. Yeah, it's, like it was, it's like his fantasy. It was weird. Yeah. Like, I just thought th- that was the first thing that came into my mind. And I was like, what is happening? You're like, why is this in my what? brain? Oh, I what? forced myself to watch yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I made myself do this. Okay. Any, any other news? That's all I had, man, was the a couple games and Squid Games too. All right. Well, there's just, well, there's one. Two of the bits I'll, I'll say super quickly. There's something that we're going to probably talk about a lot next week if we get the opportunity. Uh, there is a Disney Plus day coming up on the 12th of November. So we're expecting uh, big things, to be honest. Like we've not seen anything for the Marvel's TV show. None of the movies that are coming out, really. We've had a very brief teaser for Spider-Man. So yeah. there's potential for a trailer for that. There's a lot of potential things. We might see more Hawkeye. I know you're not interested. But um, I'm, 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 I'm not interested. It's just low on the priority list. So I guess next week we'll have a lot of interesting news. But be before we move on, if you guys have heard anything this week that we haven't talked about that you think's interesting, you think's nerdy enough, we might want to talk about, hit us up. Yep. You can find us on Instagram at the Podcast Assemble, or, or just email us at uh, the the Podcast Assemble at gmail That is it. We are all of those things yeah. now. This week, to segue us into our main topic, did you hear that it is official? The Eternals is the worst rated. MCU movie of all of them. What is the what is the ratings? I know we usually we're gonna make a get into this. In a, that, we're gonna get into this in a minute, but it's it's been a massive deal, and everyone has been screaming about it. So what we thought we'd do is go and watch it and tell you how we feel about yeah, it. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. It came, it only came out this weekend. Yeah, right? we, and we did watch it, and I'm finding that interesting that it, it's officially the worst rated. It is. It's, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it in a minute, but that's yeah. that's what we're talking about this week. We are talking about the Eternals 2021. But before we get into that. Do you want to get into your stupid plot summary? What if I told you all the history you knew about the world was actually wrong? Natural law? Nope. Science? Fake news. Natural selection? Eh. Religions and gods? Maybe. Nope, not really. Still nope. 
humanity's true anthropological origins were guided and nurtured ever so carefully by an ancient alien race that conveniently looked exactly like humans themselves and were created themselves by an intergalactic floating totem pole. <laughs> Visages of which we can trace back to Easter Island statues found in the modern day. Wow. It's all there, Tommy. Aliens seeding humanity millennia ago. So I ask you, YouTube conspiracy theory video or Marvel's Eternals plot? Oof. Which is it? Oh, that's an awesome question. Yeah. I, I'm going to go with both. <laughs> I mean, that's my both. dumb summary. Definitely and, both. And there's there's so much going on in this yeah, movie, there's and there's so much going on in that summary. So there's it, a lot. I love it. it that's, uh, a, that's a good that's summary. A, thanks, mate. Um, mine is a lot simpler than yours. I, I appreciate all the effort that went into that. Perfectly <laughs> honest. Mine's not that much effort. It's just angry Superman and the sad Justice League League battle to save humanity from a potential world-ending event, and somehow still manage a lower kill count than Man of Steel. <laughs> Was there nobody dead? <laughs> I mean, not really. Who died in Man of Steel? I don't even remember. The whole city. True. Don't you remember? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, true. The whole city true. just got annihilated. Yeah, yeah. There was like one little fight scene in a town. Look, before we get into it, uh, yeah. we actually did a podcast on the assemble uh, in the, the assembles. The on assembles the, on the <laughs> on the Eternals in the comics quite a while ago now. So hit, have a listen to that one. Listen to what they're actually supposed to be like. Listen to back. two people that have never read the comics about the Eternals. Not about Tell the you about the Eternals exactly. in the comic books. Look, this movie, as Dre intimated, um, it essentially brings us this new team. But they've got immense power, right? And they're sent to Earth to guide humanity and protect them against the deviants. But there may be nefarious schemes in motion. I love doing this. I love doing <laughs> like weird schemes. <laughs> so before we get into it then, tell me what you think the imdb score is for this well, you already like told me that it's bad well no that's a rotten tomato score that's all based on so are we thinking that imdb i think this might be a scenario where imdb might be better sure what do you reckon it is i don't know what rotten tomatoes is but if it's the worst rated marvel movie movie it's gotta be low this is based on what i looked up yesterday okay um i would say imdb is 6.1 6.9 oh so that's actually not terrible like i'm no there's plenty of bad like good movies that are worse than that and bad movies that are better i've heard but the interesting thing about this is that though this is low it's still not like the worst score you could have um all right quickly before that metacritic what do you reckon 6.4 uh percent sorry it's a percent metacritic metacritic uh 64 it's actually 48 Ooh. yeah i could have gone worse but okay rotten tomatoes what do you think this I mean, this must be the like worst this must be like fucking forty-two or something. It's got to be real bad because there's bad Marvel movies. It's fifty-three, huh? Which isn't even that low. No, like it's not fresh. Obviously, fresh is what sixty percent. Got to be above sixty-nine or something. Sixty percent, I think. Sixty-nine. So it's <laughs> the golden number. Uh, look, it's. Directed by Chloe Zhao, we knew this. We've talked about this before, but it's got this stellar cast. Um, Gemma Chan, Richard Madden, Angelina Jolie, Salma Hayek, Kit Harrington is, a, is apparently in there, Kamal Nanjiani, uh, Leah McHugh, oh my God, so many, Brian, Tyree, Henry, and this is just the main frigging cast. Thank uh, God. Lauren Ridloff, Bar Barry McKeough, uh, Don Lee. Like, how do you get all these people into a movie and make it work coherently? Well, you don't. Yeah, well, that's that's good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. But, like, what I will say is thank God they have this cast because this movie would have been terrible. 
without it. It really needed this cast. They, 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 they literally are the movie. But before we get into that, yeah. I'm keep saying this to you. I just thought we should drop into our favorite segment, which is the world famous IMDb. goofiest IMDb pictures. Yeah. So Let's I've got it. two contenders for you this week. Two contenders and the gladiators. Um, oh, we yeah. have, first and foremost, we have uh, Harish Patel. <laughs> this is leading IMDb pick. Can you explain that to the listeners? Is he like a pharmacist? I don't know what's happening in that picture. It seems like a scene from a movie. I think he's in a... Well, he's got like packets of cigarettes behind him, so I think maybe he's like a store owner. Yeah, it looks like he's, he, he's basically cut a scene from one of his shows <laughs> and said, yeah, that's odd. That'll do. That's odd. It's a weird one. It's pretty goofy. Yeah. Let's be perfectly honest. And my second one is um, actually one of the key acts in this. This is Gilgamesh's character. This is Donnelly. <laughs> this is just his... <laughs> I like that he just doesn't give a fuck. He just doesn't care. So Don Lee is actually in Train to Busan. But he's in other he's things. A Korean actor. So somebody should have told him. And this is just a picture of him sort of just giving a really groovy thumbs up to the camera. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so which do you reckon is the goofiest IMDb pick? I would say his. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Because yeah, he's like actually a good actor. Like you shouldn't be doing that. He's a really good actor. Yeah. So super quickly then, um, against our previous winner. So we had our... VIP unseated last week. He's been retired. We now have a new Goofiest IMDb pick champion, which is Tim Cook. So is Don Lee's Goofy IMDb picture less or more goofy than show favorite Tim Cook? <laughs> no, Tim Cook still wins. Tim Cook wins. <laughs> Tim Cook still wins. That's absurd. His rodeo clown outfit yeah, yeah. is his great. Ro- his rodeo gas station clown outfit. <laughs> yes, yeah, somewhere, yeah. somewhere in the middle. All right, great. So... What do you think of the movie? What do you think? What What do you think of it? Like, I think, uh, I remember when we got out, I tried to like put it into words. I think it's like, it, it tried to do a lot. Yes. And I don't think it succeeded at, like fully. It didn't like fully execute many things. Okay. And, tried and to have too many traits. That, yeah. It, it just tried to do too. It, it's like the movie equivalent of like literally boiling the ocean. Like they tried <laughs> to boil the ocean and uh, two and a half hours yeah and it didn't it didn't work but that being said like it's a i would say if i was gonna summarize this movie's a miss okay but it's a miss in like a unique and like way like they try the things they were trying to do were not formulaic Mm -hmm. so i was interested just because formulaic as formulaic like i guess the cgi and stuff was and like Mm -hmm. we'll get to that but i guess like the themes and the plots and the and not really the themes. The themes and the characters were, mm-hmm. or it's not really the plot. The themes and the characters were very <laughs> much. <your> mind. <laughs> sorry, uh, were very much uh, u- unique in like what they were trying to do. They were very ambitious, sure. but it just fell short of the ambition. Ambitious is the word that yeah. I'd go for for this. Yeah. Like it didn't I, quite reach its its like ambitions. You know, you, you were ambitious. I I use the word a little convoluted. Yeah. I think I think it is that it's it's very ambitious, but doesn't quite hit the mark on all of them. But even that said. I came out of this movie genuinely had really enjoyed it. So it's funny that like there was four of us in the theater. Dre was sat with one of our buddies on one side and I was sat with another one. And it seemed that your side came out like, "Eh," and my side came out like, I actually really enjoyed that. We both agreed. It didn't enjoy it. There was just like long periods where I didn't enjoy it. Sure. Like overall, I would say I would still, I'm glad I saw it because I like am invested in this like world they've created. And there's a lot of actors in it that I like, but like, do I think that like it was a really well executed piece of filmmaking? No. Do I was I bored during large swaths of it? Yes. Right. Okay. Um, 
Look, I mean, yeah. I, I'm a bit the opposite of that. So, like, I, I get their problems with it, right? That yeah. There are clear things, and we'll talk about that as we're going through. But it actually filled a gap for me that I'd kind of missed with movies recently. So, like, it, I feel like all the Marvel movies we've had since the end of, end of like, lockdown, right? Your Black Widows, your Shang-Chi's, they've all sat within that very uh, simple Marvel mold where they have the same type of humor. Um, they each have their subtle differences, but they're very, I mean, they are just the formula. Whereas this, I at least think it took some big swings. Well, that's what like I'm it saying. It kind of went, yeah. you know what? Like it tried to have some of those indie sort of like feels to it. It tr The cinematography was unbelievable. We'll talk about that in a minute. So I was like, you know what? It was serious enough that it ticked a box in that sense, but it didn't go like Man of Steel serious. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it, it was yeah. in the middle. What I'll say to you about that is like, I agree that it, it was refreshing that it took big swings. Sure. I just didn't connect on many. All right. Well, that's my, that's my, let me ask one question then just before we move yeah. on to the performances. Um, my personal opinion is that this right here is kind of the problem Marvel are going to have moving forward. So what everybody wants is everyone wants different movies. They want something different. They want them to try new things. But when they do try different things, people are going to shit on it because it's not the formula. I feel like they're going to struggle with a lot of the new movies coming out because of this sort of expectation they're all under. Maybe that's the case, but I don't think like the reason this movie didn't execute was because it wasn't the formula. I thought it was because like they were obviously like overly ambitious. Sure. And it was and there were obvious holes in like fleshing out like like the things that make movies good, like this missed some parts. And it's not mm -hmm. because it wasn't like the standard Marvel formula. It's because they tried to do too much and they created a villain that was like fucking one dimensional. <laughs> or well, we'll talk about villains yeah, in a bit. But like my point is like that, that's, I think it actually missed the mark because of, not because it was trying to do something different, okay. but because okay. it tried to mis mix that different with like just standard formulaic like superhero stuff. So you think they just tried to cram everything? Yeah, in there. I think ah, okay. they, they don't think it was co coherent. Okay, all yeah. right. Well, all right. Let's let's before we get into yeah. more details, then let's talk about the performances. What yeah. did you think of like the actors? You said before, and and I completely agree with this on, in many respects. That um, I th I think without some of these huge actors, this movie would have been real dreadful, bad. I think real bad. It would have been dreadful. Yeah, I think so. The, the performances are really good. Like I, I really liked Kit Harrington. I thought it could have used more of him. Yeah, uh, that's that's the first thing yeah. I said when it came out. This movie could have had, yeah. should have had more Kit Harrington. He and he was great. I was like, I was the jury was still out on if he was like a good actor to me. Yeah, like, okay. he was like a perfectly cast Jon Snow. But I I'm, still think it's out even with this. I'm not. I'm not saying that this <laughs> is like the definitive thing. But it, it, I guess my point was like he played a uniquely awkward dude. Yeah. Okay. That a good-looking guy like him, I didn't think he would have that in him. You know, like, would you believe? It? I think but he, he is like, that awkward in real maybe, life. Maybe that's probably what it is. Yeah. Like, maybe he's just like, you know, what? I'm going to be myself. But like, he was like a charming but awkward dude. Sure, sure, sure. And uh, I, th I really liked his humor in it. For the I brief. think I think overall, like, the, I mean, we had great acts in this, right? Overall, I think they were all very good. I think there's a definite problem with the writing around, which doesn't help the performances, which yeah. is like, these beings have been on Earth, like you mentioned, for like thousands of years but they're all completely baffled by everything that's happening that's around them. The plot was what was fucked about this movie. It was like, how like, are you confused? You've, yeah. you've seen all this. Yeah, you, you know what's think. happening. Yeah, the, the, without getting, and we can't talk too much about that, but I think the lore really dragged this movie down. Sure, a little bit. Yeah. And, and and one thing that we'll, uh, what, we'll touch on this in, actually no, pacing, I was going to touch on pacing next, but yeah. I'll touch on it now because it fits into what we're talking about. 
I think this attempted that sort of Tarantino-esque non-linear narrative and it didn't help. I think if it was just a linear movie whereby they showed you the Eternals coming to Earth, they showed you their progression and then they kicked off the story, I think it would have made a whole different movie. I think it would have been fine. Like they could have, you would have been able to see there's a bunch of that. As opposed to like going back in time a lot. Yeah, because it just kept yeah. flicking to the past. It, it, did, and... it did just feel like random as well. Like when they did do that, yeah. it's not like it was like you were getting a deep dive on something that was just happening and getting the context behind exactly. it. Exactly. It was just like randomly we're back in time. This and was happening n- at this point. Has and no then they bearing had on the interpersonal relationship that you were just watching? <laughs> exactly. No. Like, exactly. Yeah. And that, that took me out of it a lot. But one thing I did want to call out is you said you really liked Jon Snow. I really did not like uh, Richard Madden in this. Really? Like, I thought he was so wooden. Like, he's got one, one like, mode and that, he just sticks to it. That's what he's supposed it. to be, though. That's what they. That's what his character is. It's the commander. It's the we do. You know, we do the mission. Even even when he was like, it's all in the trailer, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. But even when he was with Cersei and he was like falling in love with her, like it was this one-dimensional creature. I was like, I can't connect with this on any level. I I don't think you're meant to. Okay, but uh, let's talk about it later. Yeah, I, fair, yeah, fair enough. I just think, but I think that uh, sort of rolled over. So like the the trailers are all talking about how that. Cersei and his Icarus character. We didn't say the names of the characters again, as yeah, usual. Sorry. Um, Richard Madden and, and Gemma Chan's characters. It's this decades-long love story. But I thought in the five minutes we saw her with Kit Harrington, she had infinitely more like uh, chemistry than she did at any point with Richard Madden on set. Well, any I just point. don't think that they gave this stuff enough time to really like. They didn't give enough interpersonal moments I, or time to allow for you to really feel anything beyond. Like what you felt. Ironically, you know, like there didn't, wasn't ironically didn't give enough time to a movie that was really long. Yeah, no, well, it's. I guess that's the, what happens when you have thirteen main characters. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like that's my point. Like they try to do too much. They what, were, did, what did you think? Well, performances. Then I, I, I what I wanted to do is I wanted to like condense to the cast. Yeah, super quickly. I wanted to condense yeah. their powers to sort of give everyone sort of an oh, overview the of what they could Good do luck, in this. Mate. But let, let, all right, let me let me let me go through them super quickly. So, Cersei, uh, Gemma Chan, she can, can she can manipulate manipulate elements? like the core elements manipulate of elements. The Earth. Richard Madden, Icarus, Superman, yeah. uh, Angelina I'm, I'm, Jolie, is, badass. She, she's war. Summer Hayek, yeah. I, I Jack is healing. Kit Harrington is is not in one of the Eternals. Uh, come on, John is Kingo Shoot, has from his energy. energy finger guns. Yeah, like Kamehameha, but like pew, pew, pew. with your fingers. Uh, Liam McHugh, Sprite's illusions. Yeah. Um, Brian Tyree, Henry Fastos is an inventor. Lauren Ridloff's Makari is a speedster. Baron <laughs> Keo's Druig, mind you... control. Uh, Don Lee's Gilgamesh is a tank. Right. So are you are you bored yet? I was so like I was it's too much. Down I was it's like, too much. Too many characters. Right, okay, right. So let's not dive into that too far. Then yeah. you tell me quickly what you thought of the pacing. I've given you my thoughts. No, it's uh, the pacing was like the worst part of the movie. Sure. Okay. Um, well, talk so, to me about like, music. If, then. if you want, no. If you want me to like <laughs> elaborate, kidding. it's gonna it's gonna double on some of the things you said. But I think that it was like I'll give you another part where it was like just random lore dumps. There's so much of that. There was like just random lore dumps. That I was like, okay, so what? We're just like now. It's like, like 
Marvel always had like a pseudoscience to it, right? Like sure. it was sci-fi, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Stark is inventing new technology and it's like nanotech and it's like crazy or it's Thor and it's almost like this is like godly alien, like this is stretching the imagination. Well, it's, it's now like, we're just rewriting yeah. human history. In Thor, they would always say uh, what we see as magic is just their science and that's how they kind of hand-waved it away whereas this is just like, nah, just the whole human history. All, of, human, all of anthropology is not what you thought. Yes. All right. Well, talk to me quickly then about the cinematography because massive part of this movie. I mean, like really cool sprawling shots without a lot of meaning behind them, though. Yeah. I I like whenever there was cool shots, it was like, well, why are we seeing this scene? I don't even understand why we're in Mesopotamia right now. Like, (laughs) what is going on? (laughs) Well, I kind of agree, but I feel like I can't talk about the cinematography without talking about the CGI as well. So I think the. The the cinematography was beautiful. Like, you can tell um, Chloe Zhao has a very distinct style and gets real deep into her like wide shots she'd make she'd yeah, do uh skyfall really shots. well yeah um but i felt it was a bit at odds with the cgi at times so like you'd have the 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 deviants the sort of uh, in quotation marks bad guys of the piece running in and doing all this stuff and i was like this is almost like transformers why i guess like the, the movie when the question yeah go ahead well like i'm just thinking about that first transformers movie you know when you get that you get a beautiful beach shot and it's it's all dark and the sun setting and then one of the transformers runs onto the beach and all this weird stuff happens and i'm like ah i'm getting flashbacks is it going to be like this is it going to be all hectic and a lot of things like they're at odds with each other that i guess like why do you hire chloe's out to make a movie if you're just going to jam the standard marvel like stuff down her throat i'd be interested to know how much of it she actually did have jammed down her like throat. like because like the movie she made and maybe that's the point they're like she can make a new version of that mm-hmm. but like they weren't they're not like they're character films yeah absolutely and you've given her far too many characters to fit in a bunch of cgi scenes and also have a character movie so like i think they were just like diversity she can do that now <laughs> I throw on the cgi di- and let's run with it i did like the diversity in this movie i thought it was not great. hating on it but i think that that's what the exec did no, no, no i understand yeah. i understand yeah i i just feel like they they um they were, it, the her vision was not able to overcome the fact that this was an MCU movie. Whereas sure. it should be an MCU movie that fits into the lore, but it should be her movie. Should be her movie that fits into. Yeah, the MCU. like yeah, it, okay. it shouldn't be like we have an MC, MCU uh-huh. framework. You have uh-huh. to have this many CGI scenes. It should have been different. I think. Yeah. But. Okay. No, I'm I'm completely with you on yeah. that, and I think that's where they obviously get the big wins when you get like the Russo brothers who do a Civil War, and it's their vision, but just fits the MCU well, like timeline. Yeah. So they, they're allowed to do their own thing. And I wonder if we'll ever find out exactly how much she was allowed to do. Because I watched a really interesting thing fairly recently about how Marvel movies are made. Yeah, I think you'll probably find it on YouTube. Yeah. But the majority of the films, like the majority, is already mapped out before the director even has an opportunity to start thinking about their vision. So like all of the big set pieces, all of the shots, most of it is just like, this is how it's going to go. I watched a thing and it was on, I think it was on, um, I think it was on Endgame. And it was literally, you could see that they they planned the whole thing in CGI. It was like, this is what it's going to be. This is how the battle is going to go, etc. So I wonder how much influence she really had. I guess like, it's fine if you have it planned out that at the end, this is going to happen. Yep. The middle, this is going to happen. And these are the three battle scenes and they're around this setting. As long as she can create a coherent plot-driven and character-driven story mm-hmm. to fit into those three guideposts, great. But it didn't feel like that. Yeah. felt like the, the, the lore and the writing really dropped the ball on this. Sure. 
All right. So, yeah. Talking about action then before we move on to tones and themes. Did you like the action? What did you... What was your well, I loved on? when they were fighting each other. Sure. That was the best part. The rest of it was like, what are these weird like rainbow dogs? <laughs> <laughs> Why are the rainbow dogs like <laughs> what are the rainbow, rainbow wall, wolf dogs attacking everyone? Yeah, I'm kind of agree with you on that. My, my issue with it is... And going back to the point, I genuinely really did enjoy this movie. There wasn't really a barometer for how powerful they were at any point. Like, well, that part always sucked. Yeah. yeah, you didn't ever see them fight someone who you could understand their power levels. Like, in all of the other movies, like, you get that Captain America is just a, a roided-up jock who can use his shield really well. And when Vision could easily take him out, you're like, Vision must be pretty fucking pretty there's hard. No hierarchy. There's, there's not. And, like, they're talking about how, like, Icarus is the most powerful one. You've not shown me that. Like, I don't get that. I'm going to come back to that at the end because that's a kind of a key point. And I'm like, I don't get it. Like, and then you put them up against these deviants. How strong are they? What do they do? Like, what's, they don't, ha- they don't have like, powers. They're I guess, just animals. Like, the whole lore behind the Eternals and why they exist. Yeah. And, and what, why they have those powers and the deviants and why they exist and what their powers are uh-huh. was like so bare, like two inches deep in 20 million miles wide and you don't find out till the end of the and, movie and even when you find out it's not enough it, it doesn't make sense to what they're trying to do theme wise mm-hmm. and plot wise mm-hmm. and I'll talk about that in spoilers we'll, we'll get to spoilers yeah. to talk about that alright finally then tones and themes let's do. Let's talk about that what yeah. do you think um, I thought that there were this is the one thing where I thought that like there were strong tones and themes yeah yeah movie. I agree I thought that this is where and that's where I was like that was Chloe but like they didn't let her take that <laughs> Chloe your best mate yeah Chloe it's my girl, Chloe. CeeLo. CeeLo. They didn't let her take that and like run Extra with it. Extra step. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So I would say um, a strong theme is like, you know, for most of us, like, la- or sorry, lack of diversity, like inhibits success. Okay. And, yeah, yeah. and diverse opinions and perspective perspectives, like are what power progress. You should work in a big tech company. Um, <laughs> it's like literally a tagline, isn't it? Uh, and then like, I think another one is like, you know, a big theme towards the end based off some of the twists and what happened is like for us to move forward in, in the world and in mm-hmm. life and, and in general, mm-hmm. you can't just cancel everyone. Like you no, really, I think that, that was a strong theme. Like sure. no one's perfect and you have to have like, you have to be able to forgive through understanding. Okay. Like if you can't put yourself in someone else's shoes and have forgiveness through understanding, like the world is going to collapse kind of thing like not collapse but like you know we're not gonna make progress sure but that was another theme and yeah the world is made beautiful by like the sum and shape of its parts i i agree with all yeah. them i just would add to that by saying um the issues that the, the issues that come about by following orders blindly i think that's a massive theme in this uh and and again go, kind of harkening back to last week a little bit but like what what happens when you finally achieve your purpose like if you've been like you've been solely told to do one thing your whole life. What happens when that ends? I think, yeah. and there's a lot of that in sort of like, you know, people coming back from fighting wars and those types of events. And it's, how do you adjust? How do you become a real human being again out of that? So yeah, I agree. It's a good I one. I find that really interesting. Um, and then there was obviously like themes about like, just like, there were a lot of fucking themes in this movie. <laughs> well, just like misogyny and like getting yeah. and rising above it. But, but in a, in a, I, th- I thought that there was like a lot of like, let's be inclusive. And when, when we address issues, we were inclusive in how we do it. We're not blaming. Yes. Like, it was like, let's bring people together. They're like unity is better. Diversity is better. I'm wait. Yeah. I'm uh, there that. was a lot of th- strong themes around that. 
They move with you three best and three worst. Um, cast best. Good. It's thematic ambitions. Ambitions. And the, <laughs> there is a way twi- way to sneak that in yeah. there. There is a twist that is I thought quite good. Okay. So, oh, sorry. Okay. The twist. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you thought some some parts of the plot worked for you. A lot of the plot didn't work for me. The part that I did like that did work for me is the twist that we'll talk about soon. And I really think that if they had if they had distilled this movie down from like 13 main characters to seven mm-hmm. and focused more on those characters' interactions with each other and given us the arc that I think one character got yep. for more people, it'd be a pretty sound movie. All right. So I we kind of talked about these already, but I, I, I call out the cinematography again. Yeah. Like I think it was really amazing. Um, like I said, it just scratched an itch, something that I've just not had for a while. It was like, like a serious Marvel movie is what you're like looking for, like a dramatic yeah, Marvel movie. Like yeah, like something with a bit of drama that actually felt, not weighty is the wrong word, but like there I could feel some, yeah, I could yeah. feel something that's happening in it. Whereas like you're watching a Black Widow or whatever, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Um, finally, I just had that this, in my humble opinion, is the best or most interesting Superman depiction in movies since Christopher Reeve that doesn't have Superman in it. <laughs> It's definitely the most interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, Icarus I, is basically Superman for one hundred percent. Anyone who didn't know, it, it was uh, like he was like actually. I, that's why you were like he was my like one of my least favorite. Like I I thought he was pretty well developed and thought out. And like, D- I thought everything was purposeful with him. DC Comics are also in Marvel now because yeah, they, they called out talked about both Superman and Superman. Batman in this yeah. movie. Yeah. All right. Three worst. Uh, the plot, like in general, <laughs> I gave you the twist. The twist is good, but sure. in general, like. The most of the plot, large swaths of this film are just straight up boring. Could we agree on that? I've I've got a mind. I've got the non-linear narrative. So I I think the plot could have been good if it was allowed to play out how it was supposed to. I think that it would have helped. I still think that the lore. Okay. Is what, Sorry. Like I know you're right. Like I agree that that would have helped. I think that leaving some stuff up to mystery that we discover as we watch instead of just detailing it for us mm-hmm. uh, is another problem. And then I just think the lore they should have made changes to the comics to make it a little bit more dive like uh oh they changed a lot from the comics well i i guess like what they changed there's things that i just thought didn't make sense and we're not depthful so we'll talk about that plot and lore i think were two of my worst okay and then literally like two character arcs were built out yeah out of the 12 characters like they just had all these half dangled half developed yeah okay plot lines that are character arcs that i didn't like that all right for me I, i went with the deviants i Oh yeah, they were completely pointless in this movie. Yeah, almost, they fucking sucked. And we'll talk about that in just a second. And they just looked bad. They just like were not good. They were not. There's nothing CGI. about them that was like positive. Mm-mm-mm. Nothing like the comics either. Not that the comics are good, but like it just doesn't like no, not good. And like I said, the non-linear narrative. I don't think it helped. And finally, some of the character motivations. I was like, ah. Uh? Like what? And it comes back to a little bit your point around not being able to build out the yeah. characters much. So, for example, Cersei just abandons the guy she's apparently in love with <laughs> at the first five minutes of the movie and fucks off. And I'm like, hang on a minute, what? Huh? Anyway, I mean, like that you're kind of partly supposed to be like, huh? Because it's a, it's like, okay, they're gonna explain why this is so important, right? Um, but then there's like three hours of intros, and you just forget. I forgot like she doesn't get that she yeah. doesn't get the time due to him and that she doesn't deserves. come back yeah. around yeah. yeah okay then tell me then is this 
better or worse than Aquaman 2018. Now this, for anyone who's new to the show, is actually going to be a hard choice. Is our rating system. So what we did was a long time ago, we decided we would pick what we think is the most bang average movie. We don't give a rating out of 10. We don't say whether it's five star, whatever it might be. No thumbs up, no thumbs down. Nope. We just picked a middle, what we thought was the most middling movie. And we say, is this better or worse than that? Because otherwise the internet is too polarizing. <laughs> yeah. You know what? This is a hard one. I think so too. I think that, uh, I think I'm going to surprise you and say I think it's better. I don't think I'm surprised by that. I think yeah. you, I thought you'd say that. Really? I think it's heady enough for you. I think it's got some... I think it just tries to do more. Okay. Than, but like... Did we say Black Widow is better or worse? Than, I can't remember. I don't remember. We should well, go we back definitely and did say. We probably said something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's better personally. But it's... This is a contender to be that slot. Like it's... It is. Very middling. And you can see that by the scores and the yeah. the audience response yeah. a little bit. I, I think that like I give it credit for trying, and that like nudges it just above the line. Sure. Of, of above Aquaman. Okay. Paper thin. All right. Paper thin. Oh, we're back uh, to the paper, are we? Oh my god. Paper thin. Uh, all right. Spoilers and spoilers from now on. Yeah. So the big spoiler of this movie is really that we are like we are seeing characters from Westworld. That's exactly what's happening here. They're not actually these divine beings, the Eternals from the planet Olympia, whatever they're supposed to be from. They're actually um, kind of robots created by a celestial named Erishim. And basically, they were sent to get control of the Deviants, which the Deviants were their original forms. They just evolved. And these are just non-evolving sort of robot things to essentially make sure that humans get to a certain number so that the world egg can crack. Yes. So the, the the extra twist, to give it even more, is that the world is an egg for a celestial? Hollow Earth theory. Yeah. And all it is is <laughs> we are heating up the world to a point whereby the celestial is ready to crack out. The big twist is that like the the How thing that they're protecting slamming you in the face with plot twists. Yeah. Like and not even so plot, just many. like alternate histories. Yeah. Like, it's too much. But the the big thing is like the intelligent life is needed to create a celestial and Correct. so originally like the uh the deviants were made to go kill all the predators to allow yes to intelligent life to kind of be blossom blossom which by the way is just like predators Nonsense. can be intelligent life too so like this is just like there's too much pseudo fake science in this yes. lore. that's what i was trying to get at like i, I never bought in because a it was too rudimentary like so many logical leaps and plot holes yeah. in the lore itself and then, like, also just didn't align to the themes. So, yeah, I think that that part wasn't great. Well, it's I mean, interesting because, like, there was, like, all these twists. So, there was, like, the big plot twist. And then there was, like, mini character twists as well. So, like, you, you just get this big exposition dump around the fact that the world's going to explode and everyone's going to die. And then the Celestial's going to burst out and et cetera. And then you find out that there are character plot twists as well. So, like, you find out that Icarus actually is trying to help this along so all the other eternals essentially are trying to stop it at this point they're like oh we love humanity and he's actively trying to stop them by helping them back get back together like i'm not sure that's a bit of a weird point of the, the plot that i didn't quite get but yeah because it he, wasn't fully fleshed out like yeah it was a bit of a hole like why he's he trying just, to yeah just not do anything really <laughs> why wouldn't he just continue to not do anything uh, essentially he's pro celestial yeah. is what we're trying to say yeah. so he's pro celestial the rest of the eternals except for a couple are pro earth they then have to try and defeat the strongest eternal right 
Yeah. So you're right. The, and the whole point of them being there was to basically buy time after they killed out all the deviants, which was their original mission yep. through all these centuries of time being here. They were all dead. Now they've gone and lived their own lives yep. and their intelligent life is, is growing, growing, growing. They're reaching this point where it's going to erupt a celestial because that's how they're born. Celestials are necessary for the universal life cycle because they're going to go create a whole new universe, yes. which is going to go create tons of billions of other life. And so yes. that's the natural cycle, right? But because they are able to spend, you know, a millennia or whatever you want to call it with humans, a lot of them start to like kind of identify with mm -hmm, humans mm -hmm. and their leader decides to find, she's done this many, many times to many, many universes decides finally humans because of the Thanos snap this and how Ajak. they recovered. Yeah. Who is Ajak that these, this, this, this cycle needs to end and they're different and they shouldn't be treated this way. And the other big plot and, twist and in this is yeah. that they've done this millions of times before. So they that's, think yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. They think they've only been alive for like 7,000 years, oh, yeah, whatever yeah. it is, but their consciousnesses are constantly being taken back by the celestials and placed on new worlds yeah. to do this same cycle again. And it's just a lot. It's a lot of things. It is. They and then while this is all happening, you've got a celestial kind of bursting out of the <laughs> little hand. You've got this like hand out of and the ocean. Hand Midas's and, hand. Yeah, it's thing. really weird. It was a cool set piece, to be honest, but it was just so absurd. Like to top all this stuff off, I saw that I just had to laugh. Yeah, I was, I was just like, I couldn't I was just not laugh. Hit by all of this yeah. stuff, and then you still got to try and save the world. I'm like, I don't know how to take all this in. Yeah, so like, I guess if I was going to summarize my, my problems with it, right? The Eternals backstory and lore is the biggest thing. A lot of it is just like gibberish and plot holes and logical gymnastics. Yes. Like if you're an all-powerful being, just kill the predators yourself. Just, just make, make the intelligent just, life yeah. yourself. Yeah. Anyway. Well, like, that's what he ended up doing. Yeah. So. Yeah. The, you could just have a planet like, of Eternals. And like, why do Eternals look exactly like humans? Is it just a but big the, fat coincidence? Yeah. And the bloody um, like, deviants didn't. That doesn't and the make deviants sense. just look like like really weird rainbow animals. Rainbow animals. Like the kid. Like the. The one thing, and now that we're talking about the twist, the twist that Icarus himself has always, has always known that this was the case, right? Yes. That they were building to this alongside the leader. Yeah. And for the Ajak. whole movie, he, alongside Ajak, um, for the whole movie, you're under the impression that he has learned this too mm -hmm. and is struggling with what's going on and, and, and it wasn't yeah. chosen to be the next leader. So he's just following orders when really he's silently trying to pull the strings to make this happen. Yeah. Um, the twist that he actually killed Ajax is a part of that because he was so committed to his mission and conflicted with her decision not to, to change the mission, to yeah. not to change to, to de her decision to change the mission. Yep. Um, I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming either, but I also feel like it's not well set up. I thought it was. Well, no, the, the set up upon thinking about it after. So I'll tell you why after a second. Go ahead. Yeah. My problem with it is, is that why would he help them get the team back together? If the team together is the only way they can stop the egg bursting. Why help them? Just just act like you're not interested or just go and do something else. Or don't help them in the first place. Take them to wrong places. So I don't think that is a reason to like criticize his character arc as much as the plot, by the way. But I will say that yeah. you're, you're right. But I think the thing that they kind of fucked up that they didn't give enough time to was that the Deviants actually, they weren't all dead. And he needed them to help kill them all to huh. stop something bad from happening, but it didn't really seem like he needed them because he did. There's only like six of them. And like, what are they going to eliminate all the intelligent light like, that there were plot holes. He could have picked them off one by one. So easily. Like, that's my point. There were plot holes to that, but like mm. his, his arc of being like that arc of being, uh, this 
overly confident, but never was the actual leader, leader committed to the cause uh -huh. and, and, and struggling with the concept of like breaking away from the cause was a, a well-developed art for him. I think Yeah, like in all the flashbacks. And then also was it like aligned to the theme of like, I think part of this movie, which is we can't just let like the white male who's cookie cutter, mm -hmm. clean cut, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. dominate the conversation Absolutely. and always listen. Like women need to speak up. Women leaders need to like speak up and also understand that this is the way it was. But says the two white males. Like, like I'm so, well, that's my point. Like, the, <laughs> I know I'm kidding. The theme is like diversity, right? Like, yeah, and, yeah. and and that that character arc aligned to that theme in a way that like I think most people in an everyday workplace could understand and, and mm. identify with. So I thought that whole part was well done. I think so too. They could have done it, handled it very differently though. And I I, I wasn't, I don't know, I wasn't quite sold in it. But let's talk about one thing that I did like in this. So yeah, throughout the whole movie, there is this concept of mad weary, which is essentially what we're told when Eternals start to break down after thousands of years. And then they start to, to lose their mind. Yeah. And we, we have this through Angelina Jolie's character, Athena. And what it actually is, is she is, doing, it's Westworld again. Yeah. She's remembering. It's Westworld again. Yeah. She's remembering her past, past lives where she's done this before. Yeah. And it's, it's a really interesting concept because one of the Eternals has to uh, literally like control her for most of the movie. Um, and she, she's like this great warrior and stuff. And just really she, deadly when she goes crazy. She tries to kill everyone. She tries to kill yeah. all the Eternals, tries to kill everyone. And I, I really like that idea. That could have been something that should have been a bigger part of the So movie. the concept is great. Yeah. Execution in the moment was great. Yeah. Should have been used more. Yeah, absolutely. So I, like I thought about that and I was like, Mad Weary was such a cool concept that I think it was underutilized in, in like revealing lore and plot points. Sure. Like, yeah, can yeah. you imagine if this was more of a mystery oh, and like, time. and you also use their powers to uncover it. Like, so she's having this thing, like they're like trying to figure it out. They use the, it develops the other characters that uses yeah. that one guy who can control minds to calm True. her. The other girl together with him can like display to everyone what she's seeing. And it's like flashbacks mm. to like other worlds that have been destroyed. Yeah. And you're like, what's happening here? And it's like a mystery that's driving them together in the story, as opposed to just this thing that's kind of a side piece because we have to like do all this other thing things what, with like 14 other characters what if what if that that's what you're saying there is like that was the hub of the plot whereby they yeah. were they was like instead of just ajax dying yeah. they were stopping believing in their leader because she was losing her mind so imagine not Thena necessarily but like the leader of them was losing their mind so they had to choose a different leader but they had to decide whether they were going with this leader's old orders or they were moving on. That would be so Nate, much Faulkner easier. Faulkner wrote, like, the only thing worth writing about is the human heart in conflict with itself. Sure. And that is the crux. Like, that kind of uh, conflict that you just described yep. is the crux of, like, the human heart in conflict with my friends. Like, this, 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 like who am I aligned to? Like, do I align even the humans? Yep. Like, yep, yep, yep. Instead of, like, this one-dimensional rainbow dog <laughs> like the, well i think was, that would have been such a good solid change for this plot i find it very interesting yeah. that the the deviants were they were essentially like subterfuge they were they were just trying to take you away from, from what the actual the fact threat that was. Madden was the, yeah exactly yeah. No, which 100%. i actually quite like that twist. i like that concept i don't think it worked well yeah but they this. didn't do they yeah. gave them way too much time if that's all they were yeah 100 percent. yeah well lo low-key my favorite character in this was druig by the way i thought he was so good he was good at his acting was really just good. just like this deadpan irish guy who hated everyone yeah his acting was really good yeah um all right one more plot plot hole before we move on to a couple of other bits then 
It's made very clear at the beginning of the movie, Cersei can only manipulate matter that isn't org- living matter. Yeah. Halfway through the movie, she somehow does. And it's like a case of... The end of the movie comes around, and it's that classic thing from movies whereby she can do it because she believes in herself. It's like, you found <laughs> out you could do this five minutes ago. Like, no. So she, she, she ends up taking out the Eternal, which is cracking through the Earth. By turning him to stone, sorry, the celestial by turning him to stone because she believes in herself. She couldn't do this five minutes ago. What? There's more to it, like the, the everyone know, powers her. I know up they and, did the uni mind and all this, which stuff, was which fucking such about. a dumb name. Oh, it's from the comics, and we talked about yeah. it previously. But I was like, and I, and I get it, it gave her more power, but like, she I, it didn't work for me. That sort of like, no, I, I totally, it's very cookie cutter. Yeah, it was a little bit. What did you think of that? I, I I kind of agreed with you. I thought the whole ending sequence was a bit cheesy and sure. And I did like the fight. I did like when Richard Madden and the other guys were fighting each other. And then the theme of like, I was I've been waiting to clip your wings. Like I th- I talked to you about that already I like off, that, yeah. off the podcast. Off but line. it was but it was kind of like again like a black man taking power and like yep, being like, like what that. you're doing is wrong. Like yeah, no. Um, I thought there was well speaking of I think there were some big deaths in this death you didn't I didn't see coming we didn't even talk about the deaths a lot of we the can Eternals talk about that now yeah. so there's there's three of the Eternals who die there's Ajax <laughs> basically they graduate them they're yeah. like there's way too many actors who of the Eternals do we want to actually be who in can the we get out of these yeah, yeah. the B team eliminate them like, well they got rid of Ajax yeah. so she was the uh, Selma Hayek character. They got rid of Gilgamesh. That I was devastated. About. I was bummed about Selma Hayek and Gilgamesh. Selma Hayek is a babe I'm, i don't care how old she is she's, she's fantastic yeah. yeah i remember her from dogma great movie yeah um donnelly obviously as i said icarus man that final scene was just so on the nose like icarus flying too close to the sun he when kills he... himself by flying into the sun did he actually do that yeah that was how he d- killed himself i don't i didn't put that together that come on i thought i thought come that, on i thought he was flying to the celestials to go talk to them he flew into the sun so at the end to kill himself yeah yeah essentially dumb. bad yeah. bad 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 but yeah i mean then they and there was also the fact that they just killed this sentient deviant as well so thena angelina jolie's character just chopped his had, like, head no in no relevance to the story it was like he was helping them <laughs> he was literally helping them and she was like now nah, right let's just chop this guy's head off he's about to kill her to be fair yeah actually fair he was yeah, but he was, was uh, sorry, no, I, I take your point man like, like there's just a lot of stuff that it just feels like there was an assembly like a there was like an outline for a movie that was going to be like chloe's and then they like halfway through were like no and she's just like well let's, i can't let's, quit let's now refine this yeah, yeah okay. uh, you know three questions for you before we talk about quickly about the post credit scenes yeah first and foremost how do you fit these characters into the rest of the MCU? Like, well, which do ones you do, are left? Do you do a Guardians of the Galaxy whereby they're completely separate and then you bring them in for like the big showdowns? Do you try and integrate some of them? So like, obviously you've got, um, I keep calling him Jon Snow, Dane Whitman's character, who's going to be kind of human-ish. He's going to be Do you have them thing. sort of like coming into those types of movies? How does yeah. it work? No, I think that's a good question. I think you're right. I think that Jon Snow is going to be involved in some other show and other stuff. He'll never get his name. Whatever, Kit Harrington. He'll be involved in some other stuff. Dane Whiteman or whatever his name is. Dane Whitman, yeah. Yeah. He'll right. be involved in like other movies. And then like the Eternals, I think, will be self-contained. I think they're going to have to be. For a bit. They're going to have to be. And then they will, though. I think random ones, like the Sprite who's going to go live a life. Like she'll probably be involved in random. I thought she was quite good. Actually. I thought she was an actress, but that whole, you can now be a human thing. I was like, 
Really? I thought that was fair. That was kind but of just because she's clearly just gonna grow up. <laughs> like, yeah, well, I can understand why. Yeah, but well, I just thought that it was a fair point though. Like, you would be pretty pissed if you had to spend a millennia Big being time. a pre-tweet, like a, a tweety. Yeah, like, right. not even quite kid, not even quite. She's, you know, adult. she's not even in preteen. She's, she's like, oh, so poor, so so harsh for the poor girl. It's like Andy Milanakis. Did Thanos's plan technically save humanity? So think about it. They're trying to get enough humans on Earth yeah, so that it warms the Earth up and there's enough... Yeah, yeah, his snap technically saved them. The Avengers are the bad guys. <laughs> well, I mean, you'd, you'd assume that like... I guess if you're assuming that like this... That extra five years or whatever it was is really what like the Eternals needed to really be convinced that humanity needed to be saved after millennia. But... Uh, no, what I mean is, like, when yeah. he snapped away half of life, no, he, he was technically, helping us technically did. not foster this egg. Did not, but, I mean, intentions matter, right? Yeah, but still. <laughs> Last question before we talk about the post-credit scenes quickly. Um, does, does the Earth just have, like, a celestial head and kind of hands sticking out? <laughs> totally, man. Is that, is that what it looks like now? So that's that. What, <laughs> this, what I was going to say is, like, how about the fact that, like, you know, there's this one breakout scene where it's just like somebody watching TV. I forget. It's like a normal character, like watching what's happened or like, it's like the, one of the, the scientists like husband and then they're watching TV and like, and it's showing all the stuff that's happened in this movie, like a big fucking space hand coming out of the ocean, all this stuff. Yeah. Can you just imagine having to be with a normal person in the MCU, <laughs> having like to deal with these one. existential <laughs> threats to your existence on a daily basis and still like do your job? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Or even giving a fuck about it. Like, imagine having to justify, like, why you're not quitting hitting quota to, like, some dickhead sales manager. And then, like, at the same time, there's just, like, this rainbow monster attacking the guy who played Rob Stark in Game of Thrones. Yeah, and you're like, what's going on here? <laughs> I don't care about my quota. Right? Or you're, like, finishing uh, your PhD, bro. I on, saw like, on, like, oceanography. And then, like, uh, just an, uh, a hand uh -huh. emerges from the ocean. And you're just like, oh, everything God. I studied is wrong. Just got <laughs> I saw a great meme the other day and it was like, you finish your shitty nine to five job, you get downstairs and you take off your fake smile and you walk outside and the Hulk's throwing your car. <laughs> and it's just like some dude with like a deadpan face. I was like, like, fuck. That's exactly what you're saying. Yeah. All right, super quickly then, two post-credit scenes. The first one is Harry Styles is in it. Sweet, yay. Harry uh, Styles, who's the brother of Thanos or something. Yeah, the Eternals are going off into space to try and find other Eternals to warn them of what they're doing and see if they want to change their ways. And they're not finding them. So Harry Styles is going to help them. Yeah. He is... Yes, he is Thanos' half-brother, except he doesn't look purple or with a dick chin. Makes uh, zero, chin. zero sense. Eros. Now, Star Fox, I'm going to tell you super quickly because it's not something I want to linger on. In the comics, has this mind control -y pheromone thingy and... He's got kind of a bit of a rapist in the comic books. A bit it's really weird. So I don't know how they... Well, they're going to change that, obviously. You never know. Maybe, but, um, maybe they don't. <laughs> maybe they just leave it. So that's a strange one. I don't mind it. The all CGI character was fine. Um, and the other one is that Dane, who we know is the, the, black, the black Knight, is getting hold of his... Well, his blade. His yeah. ebony blade, which in the comics is the case of... When you use it, it gradually turns you more and more evil the more you use it. Mm. And it's there's a voice that comes in and sort of says, like, are you sure you're ready for that? And it's been confirmed that that is the voice of Mahershala Ali. Um, I said that completely mm. wrong. Who's Blade. Tied those two worlds. That'd so cool. that's yeah. an intro. 
That'd be really cool. That's cool in the whole plot of this fucking movie. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> that 100%. one wrinkle. The yeah. blade is in this. I thought it was kind of dumb, though, how he at one point was like, well, my family's got an odd history. Like, yes, I, was like, I, li- just I like that. I thought it bugged me. I was just like, just shut up about it. Let's see well, it was always going to be the post-credits. They were never going to do it in the movie. Oh, we uh, forgot to mention at the end of this, uh, three of them stay on Earth. Gemma Chan. I forget. The... Not Kingo. What? Yeah, Kingo. Kingo stays on Earth, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he does. He wants to make. There movies. is like twelve he of these characters. Movies. There's so many Eternals, bro. And um, it is. God, who's the last one who stays on Earth? It's not Gilgamesh because he died. It's Fastos, the inventor. They all stay on Earth, and the big celestial comes down and basically takes them and says, "I'm going to judge you." <laughs> That's about it, right? Yeah, that okay. was like, and that made no sense to me either. I'm like. I guess there's like laws that they have to follow. Maybe he's that. That is the judge isn't, eternal. Yeah, isn't the that's gi- celestial? Isn't what's his name's dad a celestial? Who? Peter Quill. Yeah, or like half of one in, or something. In this, in the MCU, I think he was. I don't know about in the. But he co- looked very different comics. than like that. Yeah, like he wasn't a big Easter Island look, totem pole. Look, there's a lot going on, bro. Don't know. All right, I'm gonna give you some trivia. True or false? Okay, I'll how do you up. feel? Uh, Actually, the first I'm ready. one. The first one isn't true or false. I'm just going to tell you this because I, it's a bit sad. Mm, because of the the very first gay kiss in a Marvel movie, yes. it's been banned in a whole heap of countries, especially in the Middle East, which really sucks. But I will get some trivia true or false for you now. Trivia, trivia. I can't speak all of a sudden. I've, I've lost my ability to speak. All right. According to Kamil Nanjiani, Chloe Zhao uses practical effects for the film and doesn't use very much green screen at all. True or false? What do you mean? False. It's true, apparently. She doesn't what use practical she, effects? She, I'm like, is that... This, this is... The, this is All right, this is the piece of trivia, although she clearly uses a ton of CGI. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. That's a bit of a weird one. That doesn't really make sense. Yeah, it doesn't at all. Okay. Here's a nice one for you. You'll like this. Keanu Reeves, Luke Evans, and Rami Malek and Ian McShane were considered for the role of Icarus um, before the casting was finalized. Sure. (laughs) You like that one? True. It's actually false. They were all uh, considered for Druig, the Barry Keogh character, the one who does the mind control. I Mm. find that's interesting, isn't it? You and McGregor could have seen as, uh, as Ima- Icarus. Imagine Ke- Keanu Reeves. I could have seen that, actually. Well, Keanu Reeves is Icarus. I should have called that out. That no, no, that he was considered for Druig. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I, sh- I should have caught that. But Right, final one for you. True or false? Chloe Zhao cites The Revenant as an influence for the movie and its action scenes. True or False. False. It's true, apparently. Apparently, I didn't bleed through. Look, I don't know where that came from. But I guess there was a lot of forests. <laughs> there was a lot of weird animals. Just yeah. <laughs> Look, that was uh, very rambling. Yes. As confused as this movie was, overview of the Eternals. Look, I liked it Yes. overall. I know you were indifferent. Indifferent? I wouldn't say I was indifferent. I, I, I liked, I'm glad I went and watched it. Yeah, okay. It just wasn't what it could have been. Yes, I agree. But yeah. I still enjoyed it. I would probably watch it again. I would probably watch it before I watched Aquaman. So. I would probably watch it again, but like not pay attention to large swaths. Okay. Yeah. Swaths. swaths. You've you brought up swaths this, this episode. I love it. Word of the week. I love it. All right. 
we have a couple of bits of correspondence before we move on. One of which I actually should have said before the movie. So new friend of the show, Dan, mm. he actually got to see the premiere of this. And I tried not to read his message because in case he gave spoils. I actually asked for no spoils, but he did say it's a very non-Marvel movie in a good way. Uh, he liked the overarching ideas, uh, but it was too complex. Which is kind of what we I said. I think that that's a much more succinct way of saying All the crap we just said. Yeah, great. Let's for an hour it. and 20 minutes, mate. Come on. Talk <laughs> about it. We'll never have a podcast again. I agree with you, Dan. I think yeah. that's that's a fantastic way of... Um, Nail head. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Now, we've had some love recently from The Stitch Up on Instagram, who is one of our followers and one of our good friends. So thank you very much. He dropped us a message just saying... Just wanted to let you know, I've been listening to the podcast for the last few days during my workouts. And if nothing else, you've got a new fan. He digs it a lot. Thank you very much, mate. We really appreciate it. We appreciate love it. it. Always, um, always love that. We love hearing the love feedback. Hear Makes us know we're doing at least something sort of right for someone. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All exactly right. Well, that. do you want to wrap up the show? I think that uh, thanks everybody for coming on. You can reach out to us with thoughts, feelings, and love it podcastassemble at gmail.com or on Instagram at podcastassemble. Correct. If you and, wanted uh, to leave us a nice five-star review, that would always help. Apparently, we don't know how or why. Reviewing review farming here. Nobody reviews anything anymore unless it's bad. So yeah. give us a five-star review. We'd love it. Thank you very much, guys, for sticking with us. Tally-ho! Tally-ho! Tally-ho!